Blog Talk Radio. Control. 
Uh, hey, man, I get you. I mean, and it was one of those things where things couldn't have started any more jacked up, you know. It's, you know, it's some things you just expect to be there ready to go. You know, you expect the, the kids to come in, they're going to go somewhere for the rest of the day, and then you're going to be done. But mm-hmm. when just the school systems aren't even in place, oh, man. That makes a, that makes a real hard job because yeah. the kids come in and they don't have anywhere to go. <laughs> it's like what? All right, what are we doing now? We're herding cats. You get your cat. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. So, I mean, and that was okay um, because we're professionals. We can handle it, but it just made us, you know, dig deep, dig deep. Yeah, that's going to be, yeah. But, you know, I mean, you know, things happen for a reason. I guess, you know, you had to start off on this foot, so we will appreciate when we're on another foot later. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. We'll have to play wait and see. And you know how that goes. I do. Um, tonight our guest is... Um, known for his poetry, and uh, when he does get give us a call um, and get on the air, I'm expecting us to get a little sample, but he does a little something different with his poetry. His poetry, he uses to, to minister, so it's going to be interesting to see how he puts his talent in, in this unique format and um, to talk about his journey because, you know, how often have you heard uh, ministry and poetry used um, in the same fashion as, as sermons, and, and so it is something interesting, something unique. I thought I share. We, we do a lot of this and that here, so we're kind of eclectic oh. with what we bring you guys. So, um, so share his name is um, the poet's name is Terrence uh, Damian Harris, and he's going to share some of that with us. And I'll you know we'll get a little bit of the ministry of his word, and then we'll talk about things that we do is talk about sex, <laughs> and we'll, we'll kind of take that spiritual angle with it and, and not necessarily saying, you know, anything. What does it mean to anybody? You know, I have a post running, so if you want to go to the uh, Shamor page uh, on Facebook, um, my question is, which is more spiritual? You know, I, I would love to get some feedback on that post. Uh, which is more spiritual, wisdom, love, and sex. And that comes from an article that I was reading about how people um, rank those different things and to see what is the top, what's usually chosen as um, the most spiritual element. Is it love, wisdom, or sex? So. Right now, we got, I think, a vote for wisdom, a vote for wisdom, and a vote for love. So, you know, more than welcome right. to uh, jump on that post and get your votes in, and we'll talk about that when the whole thing is on the air. All right, so I'm not sure if Mr. Harris uh, fell asleep on us or what. We'll see. But um, in the meantime, I think... Uh, we can hold it down. I saw on your page, Shakira, that you were talking about um, 
Um, you had a ludicrous kind of day today. What was that about? Yeah, man. I had a few of them. I just, I, I just had to leave. I had to leave that one in particular because it was just so appropriate. <laughs> Come on, you guys share. I'm learning that my profile with USA Today is starting to pick up a little bit more attention than I had originally thought it would. All right, and I've got. I have gotten some of the and 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 I, I attribute that to um the 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 advanced recaps that I was able to do of uh the the Star's original power. Oh yeah. And that show has put things on the map and then some to say the least and you know it's parlayed me into uh recapping the shows for Survivor's Remorse now and there's no telling what may end up happening later on down the line. It just depends on how my editor uh, decides they want to play it at that point. But mm. thanks, thanks to power, it gave me so much attention. And I don't know how to explain the attention as opposed to, like, you want to always kind of, you, you kind of in the back of your head, you want to control shit. And I know that when it comes to the, when it comes to the Internet, you can't control shit. So I've mm-hmm. gotten like I've gotten like random shit. Like I had one dude a couple days ago that hit me up and was like, "I'm coming in from overseas and I saw your recap of the of the of the show Power and I need to know where that club is when I go to New York." And I'm looking mm. at this, I'm looking at this inbox like you do know truth is not real, right? Right. <laughs> And I'm trying yeah. to pay attention. I'm trying to pay attention to some of this stuff, and I'm just like, you really got to be kidding me with this shit. So, wow. I mean, for real. So then this morning, I get like, you know how you get the random, the the random friend requests on Facebook and things of that nature. No big deal, cool, no problem. Right. I'm used to. I'm used to like okay, I'll pick up one here. I might pick up another one in you know maybe three days or so, whatever the case may be. I had mm-hmm. seven sitting in my inbox this morning, and you nobody what, was not. I had seven of them this morning. Wow! And not one of them was connected to anybody that was already on my Facebook association. Uh oh. So. Hence, there went the there went the, the the status message with the quotes from Ludacris. Yes. All right now, I said, "What because, is he um, doing over there with this?" Uh, I, I, you know, sometimes I read this stuff and I'm like, mm-hmm, "Just read it and keep on going. Don't comment, don't <laughs> like it, because <laughs> you don't, don't even no know the whole story. Don't get you no explanation whatsoever. Yes, because you know with you." It's no telling who's on your page and who's commenting. So sometimes I just read the comments because I'm, trying to I'm like, yeah, I'm like, look at this discussion. The discussions on your post sometimes just are make me blush. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, okay, hmm. yeah, they get they get fun, they get fun, and then some, and they really have. A, they're they're at a point where they. They're they're used to me being just as open and blunt with them as they are with me, and they know that mm-hmm. I don't blush. So as long as they know I don't blush. Nope, you don't. You don't. 
You don't tap out. You don't uncle. Nope. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! It's it, it's gonna take somebody. It's gonna take somebody that can really uh, no. And that's gonna that even even in that that sense of the word, uh-uh, that's not gonna happen. It's not happening. It, it's very. It's, it's just not gonna happen. I I don't see it. Mm-hmm. No, not by a long yeah, shot. I agree. I agree. I agree. Because that's what I said. When I sometimes I see when you guys kind of get started over there, and you get into some of your, uh, you know, your conversation, the Shakir conversation, and I'm like, oh, everybody's letting loose. Everybody's telling the stuff. And I'm like, okay. So mm-hmm. I learn. I learn stuff. I listen. I'm like, okay. Oh, that's what that is. Oh, they will. Okay, they will I, tell you. Then I have to look stuff up. What that mean? You know. Look, <laughs> I can mean? tell you. I about to, I about to say I can tell you in a heartbeat. Sometimes they will. Now, every so often, somebody will teach me something. Believe me when I say it, it can still happen. So they'll come up with they'll come up with any kind of anything, whether it's behind the scenes by inbox or even if they decide to go ahead and say it publicly, they'll catch me slipping and they'll be like, "Wait a uh-huh. minute, you ain't know about that." And the first thing out of my mouth is, I may not know about it, but by next week, I promise you, I know. I, I bet. It might not even take a week. Man, it, it depends on what kind of time I got. I may find out before that night is over. And if you get the right one, they'll show you. They volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> they volunteer to show you. I'm like, um, don't answer that question on Facebook. Yeah. Don't like I say said, yes. I, Look, it happens. It is flattering as hell, but yeah, about that. Yeah, your Facebook sometimes is like a trip to Walmart, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we gonna leave Walmart long. We gonna leave Walmart long. Uh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, Walmart, I bring Walmart because Walmart. Look, look, look. I I have been able I have been able to make three successful trips, both with and without my wife. <laughs> Without any incident, I am trying to keep the street going. I don't need nobody jinxing not a damn thing. I know. It's like, boy, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Okay. Okay. i just put that back up. I'll just put that back up. Yeah, for real. Okay. All right. So um, I want to go ahead and with no further ado, I uh, want to go ahead and bring our guest in so that he can spend some time letting us get to know about this Preach Black Man mission he has. And um, then we'll get back to some discussion and we'll get the rest of the family in. Good deal. All right. So, Terrence, are you with us? Yes, how you doing? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. All right. What's good with you, sir? I'm wonderful. Well, how, how you doing, man? How you, how you doing? I, I cannot complain, man. It's just another Wednesday as usual. So uh, what? I, I guess we'll put the disclaimer out somewhere around 11 o'clock. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be nice. We're gonna be nice in front of you, Mr. Harris, for a little while, and then you know we'll let you make your decision before we start having some of this real intense conversation. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, would you tell us a little bit about Preach Black Man? Would you tell us a little bit about your ministry and poetry? Would you tell us a little bit about what it is that you do? Um. Well, yes, actually, I'm, I'm a poet. Um, 
slash filmmaker um, here in the city of Detroit. And um, I wanted to create my own platform to house my work. So I started on PreachBlackMan.com back in the uh, winter of 2013. And since then, you know, my, my, my ministry of poetry has grown. Um, the site most certainly has grown. Um, every day, you know, we're uploading with new content, and um, it's it's a, it's a great it's a great um, site that contains a, a large body of my work. So I would encourage people to, you know, visit it, visit the site. Mm. Okay. Uh, and 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 what is it that you do with your poetry? Um, so I think that's uh, something that doesn't get a. I don't think a lot of people. Are exposed to that. So, could you share that with us? Oh, share some of it. Share some of the poetry with you. Well, tell us what you do through your poetry. Oh, okay. So well, you sent, um, me, you sent me a video, and I was like, "Wow, this is really um, mm-hmm. uh, profound." And I think um, I don't think a lot of people have experienced poetry quite oh. like that. So, well, well, actually, well, my 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 message. Um, is and it has always been to um, uplift the family. Um, I, I've, I've found uh, more recently a lot of my poetry has been centered around building up um, men, and I, you know, that wasn't um, something I did purposely. You know, I just, you know, um, that's just um, that has been the um, content. But it's, it's centered around building up the, um, the family, um, the wife, the child. Um, the man, um, and and that's that's exactly what I do. I I encourage, I inspire, because I understand that um, words are life, you know, and you could damage a person permanently by speaking the wrong thing over them, you know. And likewise, okay. you know, um, you could build up the confidence uh, of a man or a woman, you know, that will remain with that man or woman forever. If you're speaking mm-hmm. um, the contrary over the life, so yeah, yeah, just just speaking, you know, um, positivity and just just encouraging folks. So, is so is this like part of your mission, or like when you come up with your poetry, how how do you how do you well, um, well, well, good question. Actually, um, I, I I was. It's the pe- the people around me. Like my my, the, my theme of my site is, um, I write poetry, I write life, and it's the people around me that 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 inspire me. You know, um, just like you and I, you and I are, are talking now, and it could be something, it could be a certain phrase that you say, that just sticks out. You know, for whatever you know, our reason, and I would you know, and I'll. Tomorrow, later on tonight, tomorrow I'll be right, writing something for it. So it, 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 it's, it's the people around me, you know, um, of course, my own experiences. But, um, yeah, yeah um, but I get a lot of things and ideas from just monitoring people, you know. Okay. okay. I, I guess, um, I guess it's, I mean, I guess that's true for any artist. I guess um, mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. Especially when you you try to stay authentic, yeah. you know, it has to be real experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So, so and, and, when you go ahead. Oh no, no. I, anyway, and another thing, you know, too, I, I think that helps separate um, poets um, is the delivery, you know, and of course the way you t- um, tell a story, you know, um, uh, you you can have, you know, of course, two different, you know. Uh, poets, you know, both being inspired by the same thing and both can write about it, but it's something about the way this poet delivers it, you know, that makes people receptive to it, you know what I'm saying, whenever it's heard. So um, along with inspiration, you know, being able to deliver it, you know, in a way that that people can um, understand it and comprehend it, you know, is just as important, you know, what I've learned. Okay. Um, so have you ever had an experience where you wanted to, um, you wrote a piece and it did something that you didn't even, you weren't even aiming to do, or it did something that um, it went in a direction or touched someone in a space where you were like, man, I wasn't even trying to do that, but okay, you know, I'll take it. Wow. Yeah, you know what that that did happen. That that has happened to me multiple times. But I think the the one time it happened that that um um which causes this which caused this incident incident to stand out the most was I actually I was at my church and uh, we had it was during the afternoon service we were having and um and I did this poem I wrote called um Men Need Men and when I wrote it. You know, cause, um, I'm reading over it, and the day I was to recite it, I just really wasn't. It, it didn't sound as good as it did when I was rehearsing it. You know, three days prior, and so I got up there and I really wasn't into it. You know, and I really didn't think the audience was into it, and I just wanted to get through it so I could just hurry up and sit back down. And mm. there was um, a part in the poem where I was explaining to the um the mother why um why it's so important after a certain age to give the son back to the father because you know as little boys get older there's very little you can do with them and um I remember afterwards it was an old lady she had to be like maybe in her late sixties early seventies and she had been raising her grandson and she was afterwards she said uh, I've been having you know so many problems with my grandbaby, but I know what's wrong with him now. I mean, after listening to that poem, I know what's wrong with him now, you know. And she didn't get into detail, but the fact that, you know, a, a, a woman who's, you know, 30, 40, 50 years older than me heard something that I said that gave her understanding in an area um, that she had no clue, you know, so yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and actually, that's one of the one poems I enjoy saying to this day because of that. Okay. All right. Yeah, uh, and I I know um, that that is one of those things that that lets you kind of it, it's almost like a confirmation that mm-hmm. there's something else working through your yes. you know. Yes. Yes. Yeah, see, see, actually, that little phrase you said, you know, through your ink, 
that stood out. So I'm going to write something for that. I, I got to make that a title of a poem through my ink. You know, yeah, right. I, just, I, I like I like that. I like that. Okay, so I'm going to act as your agent on that one. Um, whatever happens to that piece, you know, you know, hit, okay. hit a up with a, you know, 10% of that. I'm just saying. Right. Um, but, <laughs> but um, and and I'm not going to make you do it right now. But I would love for you to share a piece with us uh, at some point before um, you know the show is over, because I, exactly. I want people to definitely get um, why you call this ministry. You know, you know why isn't it this poetry? Why is it that other mm-hmm. level to it? Um, and I think that, like the experience I had with the video, I think that you can't get a feel for it unless you feel it coming from your your voice. So, um, exactly, exactly. If you do have a piece you think you want to share, if you need to go look for one while we're doing the interview, please do. So, um, okay. t- can you tell us any of your life experiences? prior to deciding to do this that kind of shaped what you do or maybe they fuel it or it kind of feeds it for you? What kind of uh, mm. prior experience kind of are your inspiration or uh, what so I, Well, yes, you know, um, I just think, you know, of course there were, you know, there's always, you know, certain events invite, um, that inspire certain things, but uh, as a whole, um, I would say that because my 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 because if I had to sum up my 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 message in a few words, it would just be um, um, learn to endure because throughout my life and, and and my story, you know, mirrors that of many other people's stories. Um, I've had to learn how to do that. Just like I'm pretty sure you had to, you know, and and um, and, and other people, you know. But um yes, just enduring, you know, mm-hmm. um and being like I said, and being forced to um most certainly has um uh, manifest itself um in my writings. You know. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, that 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 thing that just keeps you fighting, you know, when it when um you don't have nothing left to fight with, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so that, and you know what? Yeah. People tend to call that thing faith. Faith, and I, I mean, because you know, we yeah. already why, why fight, why keep doing it, why keep pushing yourself if it's not gonna lead you anywhere. Um, so you just use that promise that I, it's something more after this, you know, and that's I see that. Um, and that was a great way. I love how you just summed everything up in, in that phrasing, and you didn't go back and talk about that time when your grandmama, you know. It's the, it was the entire journey. It's everything I've been through. So, yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you see? What yeah. do you see your journey taking you? What What else do you see for this uh, particular um, ministry? Well, well, actually, I, I see myself traveling the world some more. I I, I really do. I see myself. Um, I see. I see the, um, my gift opening up doors to me in other states, which it already has been. Um, actually, um, um, I um, actually in October. Um, besides 
flying out to Chicago for an event um, October 23rd. I'm flying to Florida to minister in poetry there. So it is most certainly open up um, doors, but um, here in the state. But I'm, I, I see myself just traveling the world with it. You know, I really do. And being able and being invited onto college camp, that sort. And, you know, in, keeping in mind I'm a filmmaker as well. So I, I feel like the places that my poetry don't take that doesn't take me, my films most certainly will. So mm-hmm. I see it growing, I see expand see it expanding and I see myself just, just meeting wonderful um people and being able to um uh have new experiences like right now, like I've never, you know, um uh done a radio show like this where you had to, you know, call in, you know, um, so it's all it's all new, you know, and and, and I'm enjoying it. I, I do. Okay, and I I think that's great, especially leaving yourself open for um, a variety of different uh, avenues because you never know. We never know what connections are made from people that are listening this evening or that you know come back and listen um, to archive shows. So. I definitely hope that this is one of those avenues that, that gives you some of that exposure to some other areas. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it does sound like you're already, you know, kind of branching out. So, like you said, yeah. you've got a couple of different different things that you, you're putting out there. And um, mm-hmm. tell me about the, the video that you shared with me. Um, uh, was mm-hmm. that one that you did with your own um, film company or? Yeah. Well, Actually, the um 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 I'm I'm glad you asked that the uh, the gentleman who does who's who's responsible for all my filming and my editing is a childhood friend of mine. Is that we, we call him Tank because when we were little, he was always the stocky big one. Um, he has his own <laughs> um pro- production company called It's Real Productions, and when we put that together, um I, I explained to him like you know I've been making contact with a few churches. And, um, you know, uh, I wanted to have something, some type of material to send them. So at, on, on the onset, what we were going to do, what I was going to do, was just send uh, a poetry video that I had done some time ago. And it was his idea to get creative with it. He said, well, as opposed to just sending them a poetry video, he said, we can record something new. And you can basically explain your ministry and explain to them why you're asking to come into their church on this video, but do it in a form of poetry. And I thought it was an excellent idea, you know, and, and I and I got off the phone with them um, some more, and, like, within 20 minutes, I came up with what you ultimately saw on the, on the video and um and it has been um, received. Um, it's been, you know, well received, you know. So uh, some some creative, mm-hmm. some I, I'm glad that I did. But you know, it took us about maybe 45 minutes to do it, <laughs> but we did mm-hmm. a good job and we put, we put it off. Yeah, I think you guys did. Uh, mm-hmm. It was it was it kept, it was definitely engaging. It, you know, it made you go, okay, what are these guys doing? What's this, you know, what is he talking mm-hmm. about? You know. Even if, you know, because you, you're ready to see somebody stand facing the camera and just say their, you know, peace. And it wasn't, mm-hmm. it was uh, much more than that, so. Um, mm-hmm. 
that that was a, a nice uh, way of keeping it. Uh, Thank you. The watcher engaged, and then that Thank you. you know you have engagement, then the message comes through. So that was a good idea. You need to listen to him. He's a good guy to keep around. Old Tank, yeah, gotta keep him around. So um, at this juncture of the show, we kind of get into some. Um, some discussion on the show, and this is one of those times when um, the rest of the wind down family kind of comes in, and, and we, you know, they contribute to the conversation, and um, you definitely get to stay with us and share some of your thoughts on our conversation. And you know, anytime you have that opportunity to plug, you know, you get to drop another plug in there too. Um, but okay. uh, this is that time where we just kind of, um, you know, we, we talk about our topics that's um, running for the night, and uh, you will find mm-hmm. the different personalities right quick. Wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. Um, so, so you're welcome to stay, or if it's past your bedtime, we get there too. That's why we try to keep that little window of time for, for you to share so that, you know, when it gets kind of late, you might be like, okay, well, I'm going to check out the business and, and call it a night. But um, this evening we're talking about sexual, sexual, I'm sorry, sex and spirituality and whatever that means. And with all of these mm-hmm. different minds, that could mean anything because you're going to get a okay. different experience with that topic from um mm-hmm. from Ron and you know get a different one from Shakir and get a different one from Imaj and it I mean so because I, I I like to leave things open because I don't like to right. kind of um contain anybody because we're all so different and it's it's always fun to to hear how yeah. we receive information and process it so that's what we're talking about so and before we bring before we bring them on, I would love for you to go ahead and share with us um, one of your pieces of poetry so that you know oh. it doesn't get lost in our conversation. Okay. Um, yeah, actually, the, the one I'm going to do, I, I titled it um, um, "Desolate, Desolate Black Boy," and um, it begins. Um, he was raised in a neighborhood where. Dreams are deferred, but somehow this black boy succeeded. He was educated in the school system, which was inept, but somehow this black boy excelled. He was bred atheist practices when he was a child, but somehow this black boy believed, yes, that desolate black boy now, there's no violence he hasn't witnessed. There's no abandonment he hasn't experienced. There's no broken home he hasn't lived in. There is no narcotic he hasn't seen sold. There is no gang he hasn't been offered to couple with. Yes, that desolate black boy. Oh, he's a lost cause, you say. He has no chance, you say. He would never be informed of anything beyond his own ignorance, you say. Oh, he's from Detroit, east side. He'll be a statistic, you say. Yes, that desolate black boy. 
And he was one who I myself saw no tenacity in, who I myself saw no godliness in. He was one who I myself saw no discipline in, but it's obvious that it was there because this black boy from out of nowhere, he emerged from the dirt words protruded from those stairs like this black boy made it, but heck, this black boy gave it. All that he had, but had this black boy gave in to the limits imposed on him, this black boy would have stayed in those Detroit streets where the cement is paved in, the blood of the morning over sons who live their lives on the brim. Why they look at that black boy like it should have been him, but now look at him. He's a rare flower who blossomed from unpromising soil. He's a dense structure built on unsteady ground. He's an immaculate ruby purified in soiled water. He's a frail article preserved in the unsecured package. Now look at him. He's good fruit grown from a contaminated tree. He's a figured stone hewn from an unsymmetrical rock. He's fresh thread pulled from a molded cloth. He's a dull blade used to sharpen sluggish minds. Now look at him. He was molded into a man with rock-hard cement. He's authentic glass made with generic sand. He's fresh spring water shooting from a rusted cistern. He's quality product produced by defective machinery, and no one thought he would be so great poised, whose feature at one time was so vague, so void, that desolate black boy. Thank you. All right, now. We don't have snaps, but we definitely can clap oh, okay. for that. Thank All you, right. thank you, so thank you. That, that's the type of um, experience you get with his um, his work, and definitely it's like so much there when you're listening you feel like did I miss something let me go back and you know we're spoiled with these remote controls so I'm wanting to rewind and catch that line again you know so um it's um so it's because there were so many pieces in there that I'm like wow you know so definitely um I can see um an audience being you know kind of um, mesmerized by, you know, what is it that I'm missing if I got that line and what did I miss in the last line and what's mm-hmm. coming next? And so, um, it's loaded, Thanks. loaded, loaded, loaded. So it's definitely good work, good work. Um, so Thank definitely going to make sure that we tag you again on my page um, so that anybody that wants to take a listen to some of his, um, watch one of his films, uh, you know, are you putting any of these inside of a book or, you know? Well, well actually, um, my, my, my CD will be ready this week. So um, if if anyone wanted, actually what I'm doing is the um, first 10 emails that I receive, um, and as long as the subject reads um, CD request, I'm sending out the first 10 CDs for free. Um, and after those 10, they'll be able to purchase my, my new CD from the site, you know, so they have to visit preachblackman.com, and all of my contact information is on the site. So, 
right. So we're getting three CDs here. I'm definitely telling everybody, go ahead and come to the page, get that link, and get your free CD email out there so you yeah. get your free CD. Um, definitely going to – I got to make sure I get my free CD. I mean, you know, I need, I, I need to make sure that I get, you know, credit for that one that you yeah. – yeah, I didn't forget. Uh, so. I'll be sure. You didn't see. You won't. You won't. You won't have to send an email. So I'll be sure that you get one. So when this is over, make sure you just inbox me address PO box, and I'll be sure to get that to you. Okay, so y'all heard that? That's recorded. That is evidence that he yeah. told me that I'm yeah. not in yeah. his inbox stalking him. I'm in there to get my free CD and my credit for that <laughs> piece that. Okay, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just protecting myself here. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's all right. All right. So, um, we have a resident poet, um, on our wind down crew, and so I would love for her to get to give you a little bit of her, um. Reaction to your piece because you know that's her thing. She 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 is a poet. So, uh, Imaj, are you ready? Like I don't know. Sometimes she's she's she takes the wine down with her everywhere. So she might be in the club or something. You ready, Imaj? Can I open your mic? Okay, there she is. Hey, ladybug. Hi. How are y'all doing? Yeah, how are you? Um, oh, I'm great. I'm needing, I'm needing some wine down, so I'm, I may sound a little different tonight. I'm tired. <laughs> you, know, normally, you know, normally I don't get tired. All right. <laughs> they found the tire button. They got to eat that OT. They found that tire button. Let me see. I ain't had no nap for two days. So, <laughs> hard to deal with. <laughs> well, uh, Imaj, there is our guest, Terrence, our, our poet. And, you know, whenever somebody's a poet, I always think of you because I know that's your thing, too. But he just shared his, um, he just shared his piece, uh, one of his um, pieces with us, and it was like wonderful. And I just, I mean, that's me, but I'm not the resident poet, so I know if you want to come and share some of it, your reaction to it. I enjoyed it. I did. I did. I did. I appreciate that because you know it definitely talked about how what as a man and where he's coming from and how he grew up and how people look at him. So I definitely enjoyed it because, you know, you know, I'm so pro everything. So I like to see how people have grown up and tell a story. So I I, I enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, and I, I have viewed the, um, when you shared the video or whatever, I, um, I looked at it too, so this is, I was like, okay, this this could be interesting. So, you know, that was my first one. <laughs> first question: Who is these? Second question: Oh, okay, I think I can. I know she in my inbox like she my mama. <laughs> I don't know these people. You know, so, so I, have to, I have to check everybody out. Yeah, 
Obviously, obviously. Um, my thing when it comes to when it comes to that particular question, I guess it's just a matter of what you would subscribe to. Um, considering I've delved in tantra and other uh, other other spiritual sexual forms and uh, and things of that nature, of course, that's going to be my answer. Um, when it comes to that, because <clears throat> excuse me, um, when it comes to that particular that particular topic, everybody tends to want to, I guess, come up with the idea that you can't be, you can't mix the two without something lacking or something uh, be, I guess, becoming a little lesser than if you concentrate on the other more. So, I've always been that type of subscriber to that particular theory. I mean, you know, there there are always different forms of love. Uh, that particular question, it can be a little, I can tweak it however I see fit because now you're talking about what type of love are you referring to? Are you referring to mm-hmm. more along the lines of something more universal or are you talking about something a little bit more selfish when it comes to the romantic side of love? When it comes to wisdom, not every. Not everybody can attain that, nor do they possess it. So it's kind of difficult mm-hmm. to use wisdom as the ability to be able to be more spiritual. Mm-hmm. You make me so sick. It's so, and you know, I was going, I was like looking for the pattern because you always, I, I should not even start with you. I, I tried to tell you not to put me on the spot first, but you just insist on doing it. It happens every week, and then everybody else is like. What did he do this time? I know, but you were supposed to say with everybody because I've been watching the, the the running one on my page, and so I was like, "Yep, that's what you know." Because in the article, that's kind of what it was talking about. So I was like, "So let's see, let's see what people do." And so, of course, you have to be the the one that doesn't do that. So, but it's all personal preference. So, so I'm going to go yeah, uh, to Terrence. Which mm-hmm. one would you pick? Which one would you pick, then, out of those three? Oh, I don't know. I would have to say, um, I would probably, I'm not just saying it because it's the topic of the show, but I, I would have to say sex. Uh, reason being because um, call it, you know, I guess it, you call it an emotional tie, you know what I'm saying, that, that's built after, you know, two people have sex. But I think, that tie that we um, make reference to is actually a spiritual um, connection, and that's why it's so hard. Uh, now, I, I think and that's why I think a party was always joined, you know, to a person yeah. long after the intimacy has been done away with. You know, right? And I, I believe the term. Yeah, I believe the term you're looking for is that that a lot of people have been trying to use as of lately as a soul tie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and and it's just and it's just that. You know, and 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 you and you, are, you are so right. And we, um, and it's like and, you, and there's certain feelings that begin to well up inside of you. You know, when you when you're in the presence of those those people, and actually that's just a confirmation that you may think, well, I'm feeling this way when this person come around because the sex is maybe so good or no is actually a confirmation that that person is very much a part of you you know like it's, it's, it's that person is still in you 
you know, and you mm-hmm. are still in that person. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I would say sex because it, it, it's, it's lasting effects. You know, there, there are some people mm-hmm. who, like, as he was talking about, no matter who they get married to, you know, no matter who they're dating, that this person is never going nowhere. This person, whomever he or she is, will always have access to them sexually, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and those times are the, the hardest um, to break, you know. Those times are hardest mm-hmm. to break. So, yeah, I, I, would, I would say it's sex, you know. I would. Okay. Uh, and then Imaj, what's your vote? Wisdom, love, or sex? Which one is the most spiritual? Um, I mean, y'all just took all of it. But um, I would, from my personal perspective, because when I look at it, I look at wisdom. Okay. And the reason why I look at wisdom is because I remember someone telling me a long time ago, be careful what you ask for. And if you ask for wisdom, you're you're asking for knowledge of just about everything. And, mm-hmm. you know, with, without the right type of wisdom, do you not, do you know how to really love? And do you know the, what, Sex could involve. So, do you know everything about it? So, I, I look at it like that because you, you know, you know how we ask for certain things. Like we always be careful what you ask for. So, I would say wisdom for me, you know, because it's all still tied into it. Because you have to think before you love, and sometimes you have to think before you have sex. So, you have to have the wisdom and the the thought process down pat for it all. But I love all y'all thought process. And everybody has their own thing. All right, and then there's this guy who shows up to work late and or if he shows up and he shows up in just enough time to want to share something. Ron, how are you this evening? All is definitely well. How are you? We're great. We're great. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. Yeah, yeah. we got you. What's going on, everybody? Yeah, how you doing? Hey, um, I don't mean to fuck shit up. The answer to your question is yes. What? As, what? <laughs> the, the answer to your question is yes. Because as everybody just sat here and and let you know, they gave a, a, a well-thought-out reason of why that point was more spiritual. And yes, each one of them can take the lead. It depends on the personal situation, and it depends yeah, on the situation and that 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 date and time. So, um, if you had to boil it down to one, I, I don't know if I could, but spiritual, in the meaning of creating a spirit, only sex can do that. Um, uh-huh. Spiritual in the sense of being at one with something and understanding that thing, only wisdom could do that. You know what I mean? Spiritual in the sense of giving everything you have for that thing, love will do that. You see what I mean? So the answer to your question is yes, and and now it's a tie and nothing wins. (laughs) It's not a tie. And shut up and just come to work and answer questions right. That's all I need you to do. I don't know if that's on my um, 
that's in my job description. Say that again, Imaj. To be on time. It's in your job description. Oh, I him. was I, I was on time. I was just in the bathroom. Oh, <laughs> if you are not in your seat, counter present, you are late. Um, yeah, I work in my it. other job, so I figure it will work here too. Yes. <laughs> my God. <laughs> oh, right, my so, God. so I was looking at the article, and it was one of the article's point was when given these three things. Uh, sex always ranks last. Um, and so, you know, I threw the question out there on my own um, page just to see, get a couple of opinions, see what people would say. And that's one of the things that hasn't shown up. Um, I've gotten wisdom several times. I got love a few times. And then I got wisdom again. So, and I, no one said sex. And I just think about from uh, a girlfriend angle, listening to a bunch of your girlfriends or, or being that friend that a bunch of your girlfriends call, and when you're sitting there and you're listening and, you know, in those private conversations that we don't really share with the men, many times that last lingering thing is not the love that they have for him. It wasn't how smart he was. It is that intimacy that they share that they cannot get over losing. You, when you go through the whole process of that breakup with your girlfriend and she's like, oh, but I loved him, okay, that might be the first month. Um, you're like, man, he would have known what to do. He was so smart, okay, it might be month two. But the last thing that they can let go of, especially if he was good, is that sex, that that intimacy that they had, and that is yeah, one of the things the that lingers the that lingers the most. And I'm like, wow, it's so funny how we never see how that connection is like the thread underneath everything, the last one to dissolve, but we never give it the type of respect that it needs when we're talking about being connected to someone. Oh, and like my personal you know, experience. I'm hey, speaking you. from personal experience. Can you just say, I heard my girlfriends have these experiences. Tater, didn't you just hear me say that? I think every girl group has that attention. conversation, though. Every girl group. They have that uh, conversation, especially after the breakup. And we're all trying to talk each other out of it. We try to talk, but it takes time to let go of that. Mm-hmm. Because that transference of energy always happens. No matter if you've been away for three months and he comes back, all everything rushes back if you do it that one more one more time. Mhm. So I think all of us have had that conversation and when you start going through that type of withdrawal it's like crackhead trying to find that. Oh my god, I was thinking that <laughs> transference of energy. Is that what you said? That's what that's what sex is. It's a transference of energy. That is that's a hell of a term. That's what's up. S A T word user. Oh my goodness. You know, I, I try to use my high my my high price um education sometimes. I try to use it just a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
And it was something that that the guy, the the Ron guy said that you know it's like well I don't even think people look at it that way, and I know if Ron can look at something that way, people in general should be able to see it. Um, but he said something about it about sex being that only thing that creates another spirit, you know. So. Yeah, I think if, if people, but this goes back to that whole thing that we always talk about, you know, that whole getting to know people before you get to know people. That whole paying attention to how serious, you know, having sex with somebody is. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure people have their, you know. Maintenance piece on call or whatever, but they don't ever realize that it's more than just the maintenance that they're calling that same piece for. You know what, though? Nowadays, we've got to a point where we're lost enough to actually not realize the energy and just realize the nut. Because You'll have people say, no, it's just a physical thing. And in their actions and in their words and in everything, they're portraying that it is just a physical thing. So mm-hmm. I don't know if we, we just have tricked ourselves or we devolved maybe emotionally uh, as, as, as a species. I don't know. Maybe that's it. But, but it you know, seems- even sometimes those actions don't just say that. You know, when you, your mouth is saying, oh, it's just sex. We just have sex. But your actions are saying that you are connected to that person because you you don't you want that person sex. You don't want everybody sex. You want that person sex. That's something different than just than not being a connected thing. I think I, we just I hear refuse. You. I think we refuse to invest. We 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 refuse to expose. Because everybody's in such a protective mode, like so, I think people would just refuse to expose themselves and say, and that's why I, I picked you as my maintenance dude that I only call you to have sex with. Because actually, there's so much more of you that I like other than just the sex, and I feel connected to you. That I know, Ron, doesn't disagree because that's what he does. No, I, I mean, it's not that. It's just that I know, I don't know nobody's thoughts, so I would never think I could tell what somebody's thinking. But I know some people and their actions, and their actions was really like, no, I just want this. <laughs> they had nothing to do with you and what your you know, IQ was and how loving you are. It was the size of that and those. And, and, and that's really how they, you know, I don't know, maybe they tricked themselves, like I said. But their mm-hmm. action wasn't, had no, they didn't call nobody, they didn't talk about nobody. You know what I mean? They just did the do and kept it. And this is male and female. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just the circle I run with. Maybe I need to find a better class of people to hang with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're entitled to have authority every now and then. Okay, so 
when when you saw because I also saw something about sex being used in a spiritual healing kind of way. And what did you see about that? Because I heard, I mean, you know, if you have sex, like it cures headaches. I know that. Oh, I don't know what you mean. (laughs) (laughs) It was saying that by using it as a spiritual practice, um, both parties can learn to um, that that energy you were talking about, channel that energy, use that energy together in order to elevate and, and come to a higher level, um, I, don't, I guess, of um, great, like, uh, blissfulness that makes them more open in their spiritual center, you know. Um, I don't know if that's to each other or to uh, whatever deity they pray to, but it was just, I, I guess it's kind of, you know, going to that next level of of, of spiritual nest. I guess is what the article is, is kind of saying. But it's saying that because there's a, an energy that is there, and when those energies are uh, interconnected, then it allows you to move into another level of um, spiritual awareness. So. I mean, that's very possible because I've made some women very healthy after we finished. I mean, they was up and mm. cleaning kitchens up. and making sandwiches. Mm. And, you just made me sick. You know, Absolutely. all kinds yeah. of shit. They was healthy than a motherfucker after they got some of this. Oh, I feel like, I feel like I'm going to throw Excuse me. I threw up a little bit in my mouth a little bit. But you, but you know what? I ain't even gonna try to lie and tell. I, I mean, I ain't had none of that over there. And Lord, God, please don't ever. But I mean, there's, there's. How can I explain it without telling my business? Oh, it's too late. <laughs> Just tell your business. We gonna ask you anyway. Tell your business. You can tell. tell you can tell your business on the air, or you can tell your business in the office. <laughs> Oh, but we gonna ask your business. Like, you know, you know, even it, it, you know, it just releases more in your body. I'm say that, you know, your endorphins and all that they start kicking in, and you feel better. That's why people who have problems sex in the morning are a lot more happier than others. You know. Mm-hmm. Some people get sent to work disgruntled and shit. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, but, <laughs> and I'm just saying, like, that's... So that's why you need a nap every lunchtime, because you just drained out from morning time sex. Okay, I get it. Uh, no, I wish, I wish, I wish. I really do Okay, so... It's so parents. So, so, so parents. I, I want to I hear your your response to that whole idea that there is a spiritual elevation uh, when when people have sex. Like, do you think that's true? Do you, can you see that? Is that some old made-up goal? What, what do you think? Uh, uh, is there some type of... 
spiritual elevation. Um, I no, no, I, I, I don't, I, I know, I don't, I don't think so. You know, um, I just think that, um, you know, and, I, and I'm listening to everyone. I mean, it's designed to feel good. It's designed to relieve stress. It's just a, another byproduct of it is the spiritual element, you know, but um, it's, you know, I think it's designed, you know, for all all those things. Like you said, attention reliever, you know, when you're uptight or, you know, and I say that with a great deal of humility and respect, you know, especially for, for the women, you know, on the line, but some type of spiritual elevation being involved, no. No, though I think it's spiritual, I think it's, you know, more, I think it's more of a practical act you know, than it is spiritual. But, um, no, I think the only thing that that's heightened during that time is maybe your reaction during intimacy, you know, the way the man or the woman um, responds, depending on, you know, um, how good it feels to him or her. But, no, no, no spiritual um, elevation. No, uh-uh. no, I don't think so. So okay. you just... Just using your well, words, you just told Ron he full of shit. I mean, you just told Ron. That. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, let me ask you this though. Remember, because remember, when All right, I said, let's go I said, the only to... thing that that I think is heightened, you know, is the person's response, the physical response to it while it's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that most certainly can be um, heightened. You know, but the level of spirituality, you know, be... no, I don't think so. No. All right, let's go here with it. What I think you may be doing is looking at it from a small perspective as opposed to a bigger perspective. So mm-hmm. um, what's something that's more spiritual, having patience? Have, acquiring patience is something that would make you more spiritual. Would you agree with that? You said acquiring patience? Yes. Um, I don't I don't think because you're um, 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 patient, I don't think that makes you more um more spiritual i think you know if even when the bible talks about you know the fruits um of the spirit i just think it's a, um a, a manifestation of being um a, one of many manifestations of being spiritual it's a quality but i don't think that makes you any more um spiritual than someone who's who exhibits little patience you know, it's just that in the, in the area of patience, you're just more mature than I may be or, you know, just more mature in that area than she may be, you know. But it does, I don't think it makes you more spiritual. No, uh-uh, no. Okay. Well, where I was headed with it is when you say that having sex won't make you more spiritual, that's that right there at that moment. But if you have sex and from that sex a child is made, then – you are now a family. You are now a father. These things add to your spirituality or at least give it a different perspective. So so maybe in that moment it's not more spiritual. But when you go uh-huh. 10 months or 10 years or 20 years and now that child may be uh, uh, born with some kind of deficiency. So now you have to okay. find it within yourself to get the strength to be able to deal with this. That's, that has a part to do with your spirituality also. All I'm saying is 
each and every time you bust a nut is a spiritual? No, not necessarily. But the act right. of doing that definitely can enhance your spirituality. And I go a step further. Sex is not to have fun. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's one of the things we do it for. But that's not what sex is for. You know what I'm saying? There's there's a million ways you can have fun that don't have to do with my penis. It don't have to do with her vagina. You know what I'm saying? There's a million ways to have fun without that. So sex is not for fun. Sex is for procreation. So well, that's yeah, the reason I, I, that we hear. That's what sex is for. Actually, no, no. I, um, I, I agree with you 100%. Uh, and and when, when I made the comment that it was designed, you know, for um, pleasure, I'm, uh, I, I said that within this context here that, you know, when, when, when God, I believe when God created the male and the female and decided that, I'm going to allow them to procreate through this vehicle here of, of, of intimacy. You know, I'm pretty sure he knew, you know, that, you know, this was going to be pleasurable, you know, for the, for the two people involved. You know, yeah, 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 yeah and, and I agree. Ultimately, its aim is to um, um, procreate and to repopulate the earth, you know. But one of the many benefits is that it feels good in a process, and I think God did that purposely. And, and, I, and I say purposely because I, I don't believe he makes um, um, any mistakes, you know. So I think that was part of the, the design, too, for us to be able to um, repopulate, replenish the earth, and to be able to enjoy it. You know, I think the two um, go hand in hand, you know, because in, in essence, you know, if it wasn't enjoyable, you know, if it wasn't something that we, we enjoyed, people, simply people wouldn't do it. So it's, it's just like people who are, um, um, well, whatever whatever your, your hobby is, you know, there's some type of physical satisfaction or gratification you get out of doing it. Otherwise, you wouldn't do it, you know. So I think when it comes to sex, I think, yeah, we're supposed to use it. It's a tool. It's a vehicle, you know what I'm saying, by which, you know, people, you know, um, God brings people onto the earth. But it's supposed to feel good. It's supposed, it has to, you know, it has to. And I, and I think that I knew that. But I, I agree with you uh, 110%. 110%. I, I truly do. I mean, not to, you know, to my own horn, but, you know, Sometimes when brothers that's big bones did it like myself, they be saying it don't feel good. I don't know what that means, but I just figured I'd throw it what? out there for all the ladies listening. What? Where did this conversation just go? This was a good conversation. What? You opened up your mouth, Ron. What? <laughs> Stop trying to bring your manhood to the forefront. We don't want to see that. I'm saying I, I just threw it head. out there. Y'all ain't got to catch it. Y'all ain't got to catch it. I just throw it against the wall. Let's see if it sticks. Oh, God. Nobody oh wants your noodles. Just shut up. Like, you because the man was giving you your praise, and just shut up and be like, thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. But no, not you. <laughs> just, just wants to share his noodle with everybody. Can't take him nowhere, Jesus. Yeah, he shared that noodle with everybody. You're right. Come on, Okay, so now that we got to the shut and the up part of, of Ron's conversation. So, okay, so, you know, I, I guess 
I guess we all kind of, I guess we kind of respect sex here on the wind down. Spirituality. Mm-hmm. It's funny how we um kind of stayed on the same understanding of that and and didn't think of um uh the responsibilities. Like what are the responsibilities of sex and spirituality? Are there any I think I think the response the responsibility comes with what it produces. You know, as you know, as it relates to sex is um um the children and then you, you stand the risk of and I and I'm and I and this and this happens, you know, you actually stand the risk of someone um getting a little bit, you know, too um emotionally fixed on you. You know, and maybe for that man or that woman your your plan was just to have sex and leave it alone. But your plan isn't everybody else's plan. You know, you looking for a one night stand and that person was looking for um looking to build looking to build a relationship with you, you know. And um and I and I think and I think the same thing with with with, with being spiritual, you know, being um spiritual produces, you know, the fruits of the spirit, love, kindness, patience. And and those are the responsibilities, and, you, and 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 with what it produces, though it, it creates responsibilities in that, you know, you have to monitor how you respond to people, you know, because um, um, with being with, with making up your mind, I'm gonna be patient. Of course, there's a lesson, with, and, and you decide to be patient with them. Maybe there's a lesson that they have to learn, you know. So you're you're responsible for your conduct. You're responsible for how. Um, um, like I say, how how you um, respond to people, you know, whether what's being hurled at you is good or not, you know. So um, yeah, I think I think both, you know, uh, comes with a great deal of responsibility. And when it comes to being spiritual, um, you know, uh, in addition, you know, to what I just said, um, you're ultimately representing, you know, um, God, you know. And people are, you know, and, and sometimes long before people get to know God, they see you first, you know. So your 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 spirituality, your your your, your behaviors, um, um, can do God um, uh, a disservice, or it can do him service. So um, it's not something that you know we should take lightly, but we often do it, you know, whether we're aware of it or not. But yeah, it comes with a great deal. A great deal of responsibility. A great deal of it. Okay. And um, Imaj, what do you think? Yeah, and it definitely comes with responsibility. Because you know, there's a lot of things that can come from that. You know, definitely kids, and you have these things out here called STDs and STIs, and all of those items. So it comes with great responsibility. Um, and then sometimes with consequences, you know, if you with everything that we do, if there's a consequence, if if it's something that can hurt us at some point, but yeah, it's a great responsibility, and that's why people need to teach and educate people on everything instead of just saying, "No, you're not supposed to have sex." Why not? I mean, that's how we got here. I mean, so we're, it's something that we are created from. 
but why shouldn't I have faith? You know, so, yeah, it, it's a great responsibility. And then, boy, I mean, Ron. <laughs> that boy. Stupid. I mean, it is what it is. You, you know, you have responsibility, of course, but, I mean, it's a process of being able to accept that responsibility to even recognize that responsibility. Just because you have it don't mean you recognize you got it. So it's a process, you know, and we all at different stages of that process. I don't know. I mean, they basically both said everything that I would say, so I can't even add nothing more to, to what they were saying. So I'll leave okay, it at that. Good. Good. Okay. Um, okay, and then... What if there is this spiritual element when we talk about sex, and because um, you kind of touched on it, Iman, but what about sex outside of uh, what the traditional idea of marriage is? Any thoughts on that responsibility or, you know, that connection, I mean, because I was talking with someone today. I just kind of came about, I was talking with someone today, and they, they were talking about um, kind of, the, they didn't use the soul ties, but they were talking about being connected to people before you find the one you want to marry and then having that um, idea of, Sex with other people still working in your marriage be, because of the connection that's so tied to other people you had sex with, and here you are committed to this other person, and now is it a connection of three people, or does it replace that connection? It's about that whole. Spiritual sex thing before marriage, after marriage, during marriage, anything, anything, anybody. Now the I, last, I, the last part. Of, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just saying I, I don't know how much sex has to do with marriage nowadays. I mean, yeah, sex and sex and marriage go together, but not always. You don't have to be married to have sex. You know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. I mean, so. Right, and, and that's my right. that's my question. Like, because, like you said, nowadays that's not a necessity. But then, let's say in that that experience, we'll be talking about these soul ties, um, and you get married, and you already have a soul tie from um, sex you had with someone else prior to being married. How does that factor into your connection, your new soul tie to your spouse? Like, is it one of those things where it's a shared tie? Can you be soul tied to multiple people? Do we have to talk about polygamy now? Oh, God. Oh, my God. But you know what? You know one thing we have to consider? Um, is that soul ties can be and has been and have been developed without there being any sex involved, period. You know, um, a strong sexual attraction t- 
towards a person or what you perceive to be a uh, a sexual attraction towards another person can cause that same soul tie, you know, and it could be just as strong simply because, you know, with the soul with, with the soul tie that um, comes about as a result of having sex with someone, you know what that's like. You know, you you um, you shared yourself with this person before. You know um, um, how they deliver in in the bedroom, so you're familiar with it. But like I said, what about the ones where, where it's, it just remains a strong sexual attraction? And I think it's stronger because, you know, now it creates room for fantasy, you know, and um, and anything you think on too long, you know, what typically follows is you acting on it, you know. So, you know, sometimes there can be no, no type of touching or, you know, or anything, you know. But mm-hmm. so just something to consider. Mhm. Definitely. What, Ron? You have anything? No, nothing about polygamy. Well, that's where I was headed with it. They know that's where I was headed with it. I know, because that's all you do. Oh gosh. I mean, it just makes perfect <laughs> sense. I mean, you got a tie from before your marriage. Okay, you could be my second wife. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Mm-hmm. What's wrong with that? I'm saying, spread love. It's a broken What's way. Right? Wife after your What's divorce right or your second wife is why you're still married to your first wife. And he says, what's wrong with it? What's right with it? Well, in what's the state right of Utah, it? there's nothing wrong with it. So maybe he needs to move there. Maybe. No, I'm good. You keep wanting it. You want it so bad. Why not go and get it? That's it. Go get it. Okay, I'd rather go to okay. Amish country. I'd rather go to the Amish country and do it there. I ain't going to Utah. Uh-uh. No, Utah is legal. In the Amish it country, is okay. Anyway, yeah, the point the, the point of the matter is is that when you have these ties before marriage, you can't cut these ties. These ties have to, you know, exist somehow in this new union. So, I mean... Sometimes the easiest way to assist something is with extra help. A second wife is, I mean, not to say that your wife is your help. You know, she helps. I mean, that's, that's, you know, that kind of thing. I don't know. You with me, no, brother, you, or you ain't with me on polygamy? You know what, um, as he was talking, what came to mind was simply anything that has to work its way in, that has to work its way in your system has to work its way out of it. You know, as with anything, whether it's um, whether it's um, spiritual or natural, you know. Uh, so we talk about getting soul ties out of your system. E- eventually, it will work its way out. The more you know, you feel it like the the, the the more you come to love another one person, your love for someone else will eventually die. It's just like like when a person is married and. Um, or let's say if a woman is stepping out on her husband, I don't care what she says. There's no way she loves both of those men equally. There's no way she's attracted to those both men sexually um, um, equally. Like, it's one man who she loves more than the other. There's one who she wants more than the other, you know. So, and the more she begins to feel herself with one man, whether it's, you know, with thoughts or, you know what I'm saying, sex, 
you know, that other man eventually eventually make his way out make his way out of her system. You know. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um let me give you an opportunity while we're still in the air to, again, tell our listeners where they can um, find your work, um, and then um, we'll get back to some discussion and, and, and the show. I hope we're going to record some because Ron will have something else to say. But mm-hmm. Please tell well, them where um, they can find your work. Well, for, for one, I just want to thank you all again. Um for having me, and um, even with the, the the discussion, I enjoyed it, you know, and it was done with, and, and I, you know, hope I was, you know, respectful with, with my comment and the way I delivered my, my, my comments. Um, uh, but, no, but you, you can find me at preachblackman.com. Once again, that is preachblackman.com. Uh, all of my um, booking information is on the site, um, and it's very um, – um, it's very easy to navigate through, you know, very easy to navigate through. So I encourage everybody to visit PreachBlackMan.com. Uh, you will never find another poetry site like it. So. Cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, we will definitely I will put that on my page and share Thank that you. post Thank out you. with everybody so they can um, go ahead and just have a, a easy click to your uh, page and then the videos they need to watch are there. I definitely want you to see the videos. I love how uh, the delivery came across. Um, And then we'll get back into some of this discussion because I know Ron wants to talk about something because he always has something to talk. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I think everyone needs to check out Ron's beautiful picture with his daughter, um, from the cruise, I think that's awesome. Um, make sure you go by his page and check out the the evidence that someone actually loves Ron, um, because I think that's probably the only time we'll see someone actually hugging him. Uh, but that's his daughter on that picture. Cutie for cutie I know. It's amazing that she likes to be around him. It ain't even appropriate right now for this time of the morning. It's not even appropriate. But you know what, y'all? I mean, this this kind of hate usually comes in the office. It doesn't usually come on the air. It's not even appropriate. I'm trying to give up. Oh, no, I think we hate on. I think we kids. hate on you all the time. We hate on you no matter where. I don't think we only hate on you in the office. Okay. Uh, we all and we got company, and we got company, and you treat me this is this is disrespectful. What? We're never disrespectful. But anyway, oh, what you were just saying, we had a um a daddy daughter cruise um this past weekend. So the point of the cruise was, you know, fathers to get together and take their daughters out to an island and 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 show them a good thing um, and express your love for them for that weekend and just them, no mothers allowed, and and we did you know daddy daughter thing. 
it, it was funny because we got schooled. We all got scooters and drove our daughters around the island. We went to the Bahamas and we drove them around the island. And it was only one accident. That was funny. But, I mean, that aside, the whole point of it was, <laughs> you know, you hear so much about deadbeat dad, so we wanted to do something to show that, you know, there's a such thing as, you know, the opposite of that. That's not really, you know, put out there. But that being said, um, that was last weekend. And we're trying to do it next year, but, um, you know, we need a little more participation. But, um, yeah, we'll see what it is. We'll know about Christmas time whether we're going to do it or not. And it was the same people who always don't know about Christmas. Mm -hmm. They always got to know about Christmas. Because we wait now. Listen, listen. Don't 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 do this. This is an office discussion. Don't talk about. Okay, okay, okay. We won't talk about what we have in the cubicle. Okay, thank you. And we want to thank you, parents, for being with us. You are more than welcome to just jump off the line because Ron doesn't ever shut up. So um, <laughs> definitely understand if you need to call it a night. No, I, I I thank you. Actually, I was just um, I was inboxing you, but I I do thank you for um, for, for having me on, Shmore. Um, I I I do. I appreciate it. I enjoyed um, everybody. Um, and if um, um, you want to friend me on Facebook, for those of you who I'm not friends with, please you know friend me on Facebook. Terrence, Damian, Harris, Shmore, and I we're friends, so you can find me through her page. And um, and I'll be looking forward to getting friend requests. From you are, and you will have a wonderful. I don't know what time is it there, but in Detroit is midnight. So, uh, right. <laughs> I, I appreciate it, Smore. Thank you so much. I appreciate you a great deal, and uh, you all have all right. a wonderful night. Sleep safe, and um, and I'm looking forward to um, uh, coming back. Thank you, thank you, and thank and you again. Terrence. Terrence, we haven't forgot about those free CDs, and we definitely haven't no. forgot about that ten percent agent contract. I, yeah, I, I'm telling you, no, I'm serious. Inbox me um, your address wherever you want me to send it. Some more, I told you, I'm 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 sending that to you. I'm sorry. Right. Um, as soon as I get them, I am sending that to you. That's my word. You you gave me your word. I'll be on your show. You kept your word. I'm keeping mine. All right, then. And you enjoy your night, right. and you sleep safely, too. All, All right, right y'all have a good one. Have All a good right. night, bro. All good right, night you night. too, man. Y'all be smooth. All right. All right. Okay, so um, I know that it is, like, recorded time. Y'all need to go to bed. Uh, but, Ron, I just wanted to say that I really, really respect your father-daughter crews and all the organizing of that and that you came back and you shared your picture because, you know, you try to keep stuff to yourself kind of private, but that is something that people need to see so they can find that there is a human side to you. You're not all assholes. There is a part that's lovable and somebody once loved it and then you had a beautiful daughter from it and so... I, I commend you. Thank you very kindly. I appreciate that. Um, yes, I mean, it is what it is. We do what we do, and 
we keep on going. It's funny. Um, I, I, I was talking to somebody, and they was um, they was feeling a certain kind of way, and I was like, "Listen, we can only do and what we can't do. No, you can only do what you can do, and what you can't do, we can do." And I thought about that shit, and I said to myself, "That is pro fucking foul," because. Even though one person say, "Oh, okay, I want to do something," when we get together, the looks of people's faces to see fathers and daughters, melanated fathers and daughters together, just sitting down with no women, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I mean, just to see. I mean, you had the the, the groups of chicks there that was on a um, girls' vacation. You had the groups of dudes there. Yeah, and I'm all that. You know what I'm saying? They had mancations too. They had men on, on vacation. But there was no other group of fathers and daughters. I was like, this is what the fuck is up. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're glad. It's, it's nice to know that you had enough to make make that statement. I know it wasn't about making a statement. There were enough to make that statement. Because I think those statements need to be seen and and noted and not just for the purpose of, hey, look, I can get a group of guys to bring their daughters out, but because they wanted to, they genuinely wanted to spend that time with their daughters, and it was something to take note of. And I I applaud you for, for making the statement so powerful because my first concern is how that affects your daughters because they saw the same thing you saw, and that says so much. So now they're walking away from this experience thinking my dad, about their dad's love, and that's really important for them becoming women, you know. Um, so. Absolutely. Okay. And, and and from a dude's standpoint, the one thing you don't want is for a dude to take a $1,000 and press your baby and make her lose her more. Right, you know I mean? but kind of like you did some poor daughter of someone else's. Listen, I speak from experience. I understand that, you know, from time uh-huh. to time I have done some, some unscrupulous things. But, you know, right. we're not, we not going to talk about last week. Oh, that's in the past. <laughs> I'm not like that no more. I've turned over a new leaf. Um, <laughs> What's her name? What's I've her repented. Name? I've, I've atoned. <laughs> What, else? <laughs> uh, what this is just until he has a sandwich tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, he can have a sandwich now at this point, really. Well, you know, day. this is the day of atonement. But on Thursdays and Tuesdays and every other day that's not Wednesday, there is none. Mm-hmm. All right, so boom, so boom. Um, I need y'all to, y'all to. Inbox me or y'all to you know and tell me or whatever we medium y'all want to email don't make a difference. Come put a note under my door. Um, but I need y'all to answer this question and anybody who's still. Oh yes, I wanted this question out. on the air. So I've um there's an idea that has been had of uh, a, a, a lecture. Uh, uh, I hate to use that word, but let's use that of the blame game. And what it is is to have men and women together 
and look at some of the things that men do from a woman's perspective and some of the things that women do from a man's perspective that's detrimental to relationships. So what we're doing is we're getting feedback from women at this point in the game. Men, we got some feedback previously. We want to get feedback by all means, but preferably women. What are some of the things that men do in relationships that are detrimental to those relationships? Can I just tell you, Mom? Yes. Do I have to type in and stuff to tell you right now? I didn't hear you. What was that? I said, do I have to type it? Can I just not tell you right now? I mean, you can tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm listening. Okay, okay, good. Um, for me, I for me, my biggest thing is um, communication. Uh, that communication breakdown, not necessarily a barrier, because I think guys do communicate like um, on one on a certain level, but I don't think complete concise and um uh, I don't even know what you call it. Like I don't think it's clear, you know, I don't think it's clear. So complete, concise and clear communication where I know exactly what you're thinking, whether I agree or disagree, I know what you're thinking. Um I think it gets so blurred. Um and then the willingness to make it clear kind of gets lost. Like, like if she doesn't get it when I say this, I'm done. Fuck it, whatever. Yeah, what's your thought? You know, I think that kind of becomes a because a woman will talk about a point for a long time and try to give you examples and well, it's like this or like that time when. And I think guys don't want to do that, and sometimes that their points don't necessarily get made. Because I. I've had a couple of discussions with guys that actually had really good points once I got to comprehend it. But had it been left just the way they just kind of tossed it out there, I would have been like, yeah, that was some shit, whatever. But sitting down and going, okay, wait a minute, what did you mean? Like, give me an example and actually having that conversation where we dig to the point of what you're trying to get across to me in your language versus my hearing um, so I would say communication that does all those things is complete and it's concise and it's clear. That's a lot of damn speed. Yeah, because that's what I do. All right. So communication is, is, is the one thing that men should be able to do better. Um, and whether it's a sexual relationship, business relationship, or uh, intimate relationship. Every kind. Every kind. Because I, I, my, my, my biggest pet peeve stemmed from business relationship communication. Said you were going to do how it's supposed to look versus what I got and what I think it is, what, what that looks like to me. All right, I got that. Now I, I, I've taken it, I've, I've, I've documented it, but now just the actual question, from my point of view, not from the point of view of the of the uh, information gatherer, but now the asshole that is wrong has to actually mm-hmm. this. So okay. you you want us men to move over to you? You have 
nuance. You have already acknowledged that we do communicate. We just communicate in our own way. Let's call it masculine communication. And you have your way of communicating. Let's call it feminine communication. And what you mm-hmm. want men to do is to communicate femininely. But I haven't heard you say that maybe we should, you know, both communicate masculine. But see, you didn't you didn't take everything I said. You stop listening as you often do. Because I said women have this more uh like elaborated uh elaborated means of communication where we give you examples and it was last Thursday at two o'clock when you said I don't expect men to do that. But I do think that because men I feel like in my experience, so let me start there, men are more action then talk about it. It's like I'd rather do it than just tell you about it. And I think in doing that, the conversations are not had. Because what, because I can flip the script on you and say, so you're telling me that women have this um, female or, or feminine way of processing information and men have a masculine way of, of providing or processing information and women need to become more masculine in understanding a man's way. I mean, either way. So there has to be a midpoint for both. Has exactly. Yeah. All right. Any minds would you like to get, um, give your answer? Or answer? Um, I changed my answer earlier in the office. Um, Thank you. It's kind you of your answer. It's come along the line of communication, but more of better listening skills, kind of, in that realm. Because, and this is just from the experience that I'm currently having, a lot of, I've noticed that a lot of men don't like to really listen to what someone is actually really trying to tell you because they still want to do what they want to do, I guess because they're grown. But sometimes, you know, if somebody's actively saying, hey, you know, let's try this a little bit better in a different way, and there's more logic in it, they don't like to listen to it. And they think, you know, you're just talking to be talking to hear yourself. And it's not even that. We really, if someone really genuinely cares, they're going to give you good advice. They're not going to give you anything that's going to hurt you or hinder you from getting to where you want to be. So I think sometimes men just need to, and and for women too, but just because I'm a woman and I'm looking from my perspective, just tune up your listening skills a little bit. The better you communicate, the better you may be able to listen. That's why they go hand in hand. Check you out, trying to tie things up in a bow. Okay, what? So, so. So, no, so I documented it. I had it down. Oh. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, the asshole that is wrong has to ask you a question. Okay, oh, asshole, you'll run. That bullshit. Oh, wow. All right, she can. Oh. <laughs> okay, what's your question? <laughs> All right. Um, so this one said communication and this one said listen, right? 
So when you say listen, do you mean listen like hear what you're saying or listen like do what you're telling me to do? Like Not what listen? Listen to and receive what I'm saying to you. Now, you have a choice. Like I can give you advice or whatever. Now, you can either choose to do it or not, but internalize it a little bit. Don't just just blow me off after I said it, you know, because you're not listening at that point. I want you to internalize it, take it in, receive it, process, and if you feel like, okay, well, I can take a piece of her idea and, you know, put it with my idea, this just might work. Okay, or, but what, what if they did listen and turn alive it and it was just a silly suggestion and they didn't want to waste their time mm-hmm. or their energy with just silly suggestions? So please don't really give me no more. It, How about that? Let me tell you, if I care, nothing I offer you will be silly. It's going to only help you if I'm offering it. I will never tell you anything that will hurt you or hinder I mean, you from where you're trying to get arrogant. to go. That's an awful arrogant stance. No, no I'm saying I, I, I mean, if I care, say that if I care about I you. Everything I say to you is going to help you. Like, everything you say will help me. Like, damn, you, you, No, Jesus. like, really, like, on some real stuff, I'm not going to tell you to go jump off a bridge. I'm not going to tell you that. I'm going to tell you, keep your ass off that bridge. You know what they said about the bridge. Keep your butt off the bridge. If you go and you sit on the bridge and you fall off, that's your own fault. You stupid. Not me. I told you not to go on the bridge. You want to listen. So if I'm getting off the bridge and I get hit by a car? told you not to go on the bridge. You see, 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 that ain't your fault no more. You see what I'm saying? I'm listening (laughs) to you getting off the bridge. I get hit by a car. If I stay by all that, I just... I say don't go on the bridge. If I'm saying you don't go on the bridge... You know what they said about that bridge. That bridge is not uh-huh. safe. Don't go on the bridge. Let me find out. You just I'm like, not whatever bossy. I tell you, listen to. No, it's not even that. Like, me and Shamor were having a conversation. Me and Shamor were having a conversation about how people will ask you for advice. They will ask you, and you give them Something that is very logical, something that is that will only help them and keep them from being in a situation that they're in. But then, you know, they turn around and they do whatever they wanted to do. Now their situation is worse, and now they're crying to you talking about some, oh, I should have listened to you. That's your own fault. My responsibility to you was to tell you to try to help you. So that's why I say if I care, if I genuinely care about a person, I'm not going to do anything to hurt them or give them any type of advice that's going to hurt them. I mean, I hear you, but also, I mean, let's just look at it from a real life. Just like, Ron, sometimes I care about you. Sometimes, Mm. sometimes. You know what I'm saying? If you come to us, if you come to us, no, if you come to us and you have a problem, we're not going to tell you the wrong thing to do. But we're going to help you try to find the right thing. Know, but that's assuming you even know the right thing to do. You never know. Someone could have been in that same situation, and we tell you a way to get out of it. But, see, 
what I would suggest to you, is as opposed to giving advice, just make a suggestion. You know what I mean? Because if you give advice and it, and, and it works, that's all good. They're going to go and say, I did it. If you give advice and it don't work, they're going to be like, this damn half of them told me the wrong thing. You know what I'm saying? No, you just didn't follow it to the T. I gave you direction. See, and then there you go with your arrogance. I ain't fucking with you. <laughs> well, I'm a, I'm a tourist, so it's going to be hard for me not to be right sometimes. And if I'm wrong, I will say I'm wrong. No, but you're never wrong, though. You just said it. You're never wrong when you tell people to do shit. <laughs> you're never wrong. Oh, but just listen. Just listen. I'm I'm the logical. I'm that. While sometimes different people are their friend to me, they are my logic and my um, voice of reason. That's what I am to other people. Does that make sense? Because I have my yeah. voice of reason. That's your transference of energy with them. There you go. Oh. Are you suggesting that Imaj has had sex with all of her friends? Is that what you're saying, Ron? Man, that's dirty and low down. First of all, that is I never low said down that. and dirty. That's I never dirty even, and even insinuated hey, that hey, the energy hey, can be transferred hey, in many ways. That is no, no, no. That's the only what she talked about today. So why would you bring that up? I'm just saying, um, you need to be more careful how you treat Imaj. That was rude. No, it and wasn't on that rude. note, it was you making no, some shit up. No, that now was you rude. driving the bus. That's okay. Drive away. Uh, no, that's what I saw. I heard you say it. So I'm just saying that's rude, and be more considerate of her feelings. But. With that being said, it is well after the show. We are well into recording time, and it's time to call it a night, people, because I have to go to work in the morning. I do, too. So, it was good goddamn about no work. I got to still work tonight. I know what work you got to do tonight. You know what work you got to do tonight. You know yep. what work you got to do but, tonight. Yep. You but, know what it is. Someone took my wallet. Did you take my wallet? It's time to put <laughs> that work in, Ron. All right. So while Ron is putting in that work with his face planted in the pillow, we're going to go ahead and say we'll see you next week. Good night, everybody. Good night. Say good night, Ron. Good night, Ron.